Welcome to episode 40 of the SVOPA podcast. I know it's been a long time and I do apologise, but it's good to be back with you all again. And I've got a special guest today helping out. Um, So, hi Joe. Hello Michael. Hi everyone. It's good to be back. It is. It's always good to work with you on on the things we do. So it's, um, what have you been up to anyway? Oh gosh, well, still working for the RNIB as an assistive technology coordinator. So there till the end of January. Um, doing a lot of partner and engagement work now, which is great. Um, still running VI Talk for my sins. No, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. It does have its moments, as you know, but, you know, it's great. So we've got a few link days and things coming up. We're going to go on to those in a few moments as well. And just, just before we sort of ask and see the state of what VI Talk are up to, because I know you're all interested, the song you heard just before we started recording, it was Light in the Darkness. I don't know if people caught it last year. It was, um, I caught it on Good Morning Sunday for just listening to it and it was a song from the school. So hope you enjoyed it and hopefully we'll get more of the story behind that on a future podcast as well. So, Joe, do you want to give us an update on how VI Talk's going and, and what things you're up to? Okay, so well, we've got our groups on Facebook still, so they're going really well. Our main group is up to over 2,700 members now. So if anybody wants to join, feel free. Um, there are questions now when you join any of the VI Talk groups. So you just have to answer three simple questions just to say that, you know, you're visually impaired or work in the field of visual impairment and why you want to join, really, and how you heard about us. Because it's always interesting to find out, um, you know, where you heard about it. Um, so we've got our main group. We've got our resources group. Uh, we've got sport, travel, and we've got our book club, which is run by our Sam, um, who Michael knows. Um Yep, so we're on Twitter. Uh, We've had our new website developed, uh, which is great. And on there, we've got all our podcasts and um, feed off Audio Boom and Twitter, etc. We've got a little uh, intro to each of the trustees and volunteers. 
Um, and we've also got um, like a resources page so that we're adding to all the time. And if anybody wants to add to that to help us out with that, you can do so. If you've got a local organisation or you're part of a charity or a group and you'd like it adding to the directory, then you can drop us an email, info at vitalk.co.uk, and we'll add that in for you because we'd like that to be a sort of national um directory so you know not just covering one area of the country we're quite well covered in the northwest at the moment but if you've got any info of charities or groups in other areas that'd be fabulous um we've also got our link days and these are like smaller versions of our open day um, and our next one is coming up on september the 22nd and it's at bradbury fields which i know is a place that an awful lot of you know a lot about because um, you have your reunions there and everything. Um, so that's taking place on Saturday 22nd from 10am till 4pm. We've got some speakers. We've got a free buffet lunch and refreshments throughout the day. Um, and lots of time for people to kind of sit around, chat to each other, make new friends, but share information, ideas and, and support each other really. And hopefully make some friends. Yeah, and with that one, um, just check. You need to drop an email to you to see if we've still got availability, haven't you? You do, and you're coming as well, aren't you? I am, yes, for my sins, so that should be yes. good. Yes. Um, before I go away, so I'm looking forward to that as well. Yeah, it should be good. should be a good day. Bradbury Fields are going to do a talk about the services that they offer, and um, we've got a guy from Sightline um, who's going to be there, and we're hoping to get somebody who's going to do a talk about sport and activities in the northwest. Um, so that's going to be good. We're still pinning him down, though, so hopefully. And going to have a couple of, couple of techies there throughout the day, so if you've got any tech questions... Um, then you can you can ask us um, about anything like that iOS Android or um, Dotty as I call her because she's sitting next to me the big A. Oh yes, the big A. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, we better not mention that word because you'll hear them in the background. Yeah. Um, so what we'll do is we're going to have a look back now um, over the last sort of few months of what's been happening in the world of SVOPA. So um, we had a great meetup in Chester and Southport over the last few months, which went really really well. Well, I know you're more interested in the reunion itself. So um, even you've heard good things about this year's reunion, haven't you, Jo? I have. Everybody's been raving about it on my Facebook feed because I've got quite a lot of friends who went to St. Vincent's um, and they were saying how good it was, how good the event was at Bradbury Fields, but how good it was, yet again, to go back to the school and see what's happening at the school, which is always great to know what they're up to, isn't it, and how it's changed over the years. It does. As we say every year, it's still the same building, but... And it's still got them same same sort of things, but things change, and it's good to sort of track the changes and and see what's new. and And this year it was good because we had some of the students in, and some of the staff were around as well. So what I'm actually going to do is hand over to Paul, who's done us a little report on the this year's reunion. So over to you, Paul. Hi everyone, just a little rundown about how the reunion went this year. Um, it was a good success with the feedback with that we've had so far. We did things um, a little bit differently this year um, due to the fact that school had uh, another event running at the same time, which was a big success, um, including workshops and a few other um, demonstrations that people could join in, which was good. Um, we also um, put the AGM live on Facebook Live, which got a great response from quite a lot of people who couldn't make the reunion this year. Um, the feedback was that they enjoyed it because they could uh, listen to the AGM and feel a part of the reunion, even though they weren't there. Um, we also did Bradbury Fields again, which was a good success. Um, the entertainment that we booked was absolutely excellent she was a really good singer and she got quite a lot of people involved um with the singing and karaoke bits which i think people enjoyed because uh, they had an input in it as well we did stuff a little bit differently at bradby fields again this year we had a tombola which was good and we also did a raffle uh, sorry a lottery i do apologize which um, was good. Um, we basically sold raffle tickets. The winner of the uh, raffle got 
um, half of the takings, which was good, which uh, Jamie was the winner. And I think he got about £35 in all, which was good. Um, people tend to enjoy doing stuff like that, so we'll, we'll probably do that next year. A um, little bit easier than doing Tom Bowles and Raffles because uh, people always forget to bring prizes. But hey, that was uh, a good success as well. And then we came to what some people think is the best part of the reunion, which is the after party after Bradbury Fields, <clears throat> when everyone has come back to school who's staying over, had a great day, and uh, gets time to chill out and just relax and, uh, well... This uh, this tends to go on most of the night at the reunions, as people who have been before uh, will know. We did this down in Caulfield um, this year. And for people who don't know where Caulfield is, it's where the infants and juniors were. Um, we, we found this had a better success um, because of the room being a lot bigger that we used and there was a few options that we did um we had jane playing uh, her ukulele for us and people were sat around jane and chatting and listening to her which was good it was like a little bit of uh, extra entertainment there was a group over the other side who were just chatting and a bit of music was playing and um, they seemed to enjoy themselves as well but also in that area of Caulfield, there is um, a quiet area, which some people went in to sit and chat and enjoy themselves as well. So it was like everybody felt involved again, but they could do different things rather than just sitting in one room chatting, um, which was good. And then <clears throat> it was also easier having it down here. Because if people did want to go to bed early in the different groups, uh, Bridgman, Caulfield, they weren't being disturbed by the the people who uh, tend to not go to bed <laughs> and enjoy themselves right to the end. So all in all, I think this year was a great success, even though it was a bit smaller in numbers. Um, but uh, everybody enjoyed themselves. And it was another successful reunion. And here's to another one next year. Um, I would just like to say if anyone's got any ideas that they would like to see um, happening at the reunion each year, please contact your committee. That's what we're there for. And we'll try and make it happen for you. So I'd just like to say also a big thank you to uh, Marion, Nora and Bernie from school who also made it a great success again and uh, these, this event would not happen without without them um, giving their time to uh, make it a annual event and um, an enjoyable time for, for all that attends. So once again, any ideas, please don't hesitate to ask the committee to sort it for you and we'll try our best. And uh, thanks a lot for turning up, and hope to see you. Uh, hope to see you all there next year, and many more if if we can uh, organise it. So once again, cheers, guys. Thanks for that, Paul. It was really interesting from my point of view because I didn't manage to go for the past couple of years, but. Also, just to hear what's going on and what your what someone else's opinion is of it. Um, what I would say is from past experience, just give it a go. There's new people go every year. And I know it's daunting, maybe going on your own, but you will really soon make friends. And the committee are, are really good. And, you know, lots of people there to give you a hand. So give it a go. Yeah. And just mentioning the committee, um, just to let you know who your committee is for this year. It's myself as chair. We have got Stephen Anderson as secretary. We have got Angela Mills as the treasurer and Lauren Wigglesworth as member secretary. And the ordinary members are Jane Redfern Gray, Jed Jepson, Paul Lang, Paul Roberts and Rob Clark. So um, get in touch if there's anything we can help you with this year. And again, it might be your turn next year. So get involved because you've done it for a few years as well, haven't you, Joe? 
I did. I really enjoyed it. And really, the only thing that stopped me was was VI Talk was getting a lot busier. And we obviously made the transition to being a charity. And then me being down here in Devon kind of made it a bit difficult for me to get involved with a lot of the events. So I thought I'd pass the baton on and let a few other people have a go. But it's it's really worth it. It's good. It's good to get involved with the events. Good to get involved with the production of the podcast. That's something I really enjoyed. And just, you know, just making new friends, really, and just helping to take the um, SVOPA forward because it's always good to have new blood, isn't it? It is. And I enjoy, obviously, working with you. And that's the one thing you're still doing with us with the podcast, which is good to have a, a nice familiar voice on there. actually having a quick chat now with Gina Hayden who is the music teacher at school so hi Gina hi everybody how are you I am great and I hope you are as well yes fantastic especially because we're in the pub it's brilliant what a place to have a meeting (laughs) definitely is so one of the reasons we're having a quick chat is um, Gina would like your help as past pupils for a project she's working on with schools so do you want to tell us about that yeah it's a project called shine bright like a diamond and the idea behind it is for the students to feel um, really empowered and learn that they can do whatever they want to do in life um, so they can shine bright just like a diamond Uh, one of the things we're doing is the choir is going to learn to sing the song and we're going to be doing lots of different art pieces artwork around the school Um, um, what I would really like and what I'm really hoping is that perhaps some of you could come into school and do a 10 minute talk about what you've done in your life and how what you've achieved so so to be an inspiration to our students so that they can say wow that's amazing i could do that so if you want to get involved in this drop us an email at info at svopa.co.uk or just send a message on facebook and we'll pass your details on i think also you if people can't make it you'd be interested in getting a written information as well like a written story oh yes definitely any any kind of help um we can get uh, the more the more the better um so if you could pass on written information to, to yourselves and you can forward it to me or if you'd like to come in as i say it's very informal a bit of a laugh you, that you come and have a chat with the student just say you know this is what i've been doing in my life and just be a bit of an inspiration to them so that they can look up to you and go yeah i can do that i want to achieve those things and, and you know whatever it is that you might be whatever your story is i'm excited and looking forward to hearing all these different stories because we've all done so many things i mean on the podcast we've spoke to so many of you and you've told us your story so come on get involved come along to the school speak to us and we'll get you in and it doesn't matter what you've done you know there's so many different life events you've had some people could be the president of the u.s as you want to be that i know you wouldn't but uh, you know you could be in a position like that or you might be happy as um as a parent or doing a lot of voluntary work it doesn't matter you know let's share your story with the students today and your experiences and we'll just you know we'll share them on here as well if you want to come on and let us hear them as well that'd be great but yeah let's be an inspiration you know make a difference to the lives of the young children young students at st vincent's today can i add another thing if that's all right um i've got a bit of a challenge for anyone who loves knitting out there um one of the projects i want to do in st vincent's is something called yard bombing and that's where you have decorate a tree with lots of knitted squares um i'm going to get our students to make decorations all about things that inspire them and what they love about st vincent's so that when people come around st vincent's they can look at this magical special tree and learn all about St Vincent's just by looking at the tree Um, so unfortunately I'm not a very good knitter so please 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 help if you can knit can you knit me some squares the more squares the better lots of different colours and then we will sew them together and put them right around this tree um, and we'll have a great time a great laugh but whilst doing that help the students to to realise what their emotions are and learn what their feelings are about school and when we have visitors they can look at this tree and say well this is what St Vincent's is about so two please there come and talk or tell us your experience or your or write write it down and send it in or the other thing is knit me some squares please or both even better 
Yeah, and if you do knit some squares, send them straight into the school, because um, there's no point sending them to me and then we'll forward them on. So but there we are. Put my, please put my name on it, Gina Hayden, H-E-Y-D-O-N. Otherwise, Marion will be lost with these knitted squares and won't know what to do with them. And I know someone who does like knitting. Um, I, I know he had a lesson at the Scarborough weekend, which is our Paul, so you need to get some more practice, Paul. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so what might be nice as well is Gina do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and because um, I know you've only just started at the school and um, and what you what you do yeah um, I have been teaching music for 18 years now showing my age um, absolutely love it yeah it's it's great fun um really enjoy helping students not only to develop as musicians but to develop their confidence and wanting to, wanting to learn um my teaching's very much on um, an individual basis and what i mean by that is i look at each child as an individual see what their needs are and make sure i meet them see what their interests are and make sure i meet them and so you know that way my students are all engaged and love learning my background um, I have a, I've got a, I've taught in the past VI students but I've also done a lot of mainstream so I'm a bit of a mixed bag really on of the experience I've also done things with behavior challenge children worked in behavior units um, done all sorts of things autism all sorts that's fantastic a really good good background to bring into St Vincent's and what else do you like sort of outside school so tech school and are you teaching out of that what sort of things do you enjoy as hobbies and getting around and that sort of thing well I think this is not going to be a surprise to anyone but it's music um, I play the piano and cello I love to sing um, there's nothing more relaxing in the evening when I've done all my work to sit on my piano and start singing and just chilling out um, I have two children and my youngest which is my daughter who's nine Millie um, absolutely loves to sing as well and she's learning the piano too so recently she's joined in so when I'm singing on playing on the piano I've got someone else added into it as well which is lovely um, I enjoy playing with my friends and singing with, in bands and playing piano in church um, and also playing my cello so one day we'll have to get you on and um, get you playing and hear your voice and hear you singing. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. It's a shame I'm not doing this recording in the office because I've got the piano there and, <laughs> and everything and we could have got Gina oh, on the piano say? playing. It is only around the corner. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thank you very much. And like I said, everyone, just send in those stories. Um, get in touch and if you can make it into school and uh, for the assembly and uh, we just and also get your knitting needles out and do some of the knitting as well so we hope to see you again soon and um, we'll catch on some more of the things what's happening at school and just before we finish I just want to say a big thank you to Dr Patterson um, I really really love working for him it's really nice to have a head who's inspiring and whenever I have a new idea he says yes let's go for it um, I absolutely love working in St Vincent's, I love the students and I love working for him, so thank you if he's listening, thank you, which I'm sure he will be thank you for that as well, take care everyone No problem, thank you very much, see you soon Well it's great to welcome back a good friend of the of the podcast, so hi Danielle Hi, Michael. Hi, everyone. Nice to be back. I know it's been a, been a couple of years, so we'll find out in a little bit what you've been up to in the last few years. But the main reason for our conversation is you represented SVOPA at the prize giving and you also went to the sports day, didn't you, back in the end of July? I did. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was a, a brilliant day. Really, really quite heartwarming, actually. And um, yeah, a, a brilliant day. Really, really good. So, <laughs> and I know it's been a couple of months since then. So, what sort of thing do you remember? You know, even sort of, you know with what prizes were. I know you don't remember exactly who got what, but I accept <laughs> Lots that. Lots of names to remember. <laughs> there is, but it? yeah, it was a no. It was it was a, a a brilliant day. We um had quite a quite an early start to to get there for for uh, it was about half ten when we when we got to uh, to school, um. 
and it was lovely. We had some nice tea and coffee before we went through to prize giving, which was nice. Uh, I met John Patterson um, for the first time, which was lovely. He seems really friendly and enthusiastic about things. So that was that was nice. Um, and then, yeah, kind of it was a bit surreal, really, walking down the corridor to the chapel because I haven't been uh, back to school since I left, which was in... Uh, where are we? June two thousand and ten. Uh, I left, so it was it was a bit surreal to be walking down the corridor again. But it was lovely, and as soon as I kind of walked through the door, it was it was like going home. Everyone was you know really friendly, and there was quite a few people, uh, staff wise. I mean that that remembered me, and I remembered them. So so it was lovely. Um, the chapel was slightly different, uh, laid out slightly differently to when I was there, um, because the benches were all down sort of along one side facing the same direction rather than being benches on each side uh, facing towards the front. Um, so that was that was a little bit different, but it worked quite nicely, I think, for, you know, for the uh, prize giving. Yeah, they do um, that quite a lot. Swap it. Sometimes when we had the AGM and the um, reunion, they were all facing forward in sort of what people could class as church style. Yeah, they do tra- quite tra- often do it yeah. one side empty so they can put everything on there as well. Yes, yeah. But yeah, no, so that, that seemed to work quite well. And then it was um it was lovely just to kind of be be there and, and sort of take it all in and um I sort of we didn't really have time to kind of chat to many people before things actually started. But then um during the, the prize giving itself there were a couple of musical interludes which was lovely to kind of hear current students and what they're doing and the things they're working on and and what have you um and then afterwards as well then it was uh as we were kind of waiting to to come out of chapel several people came over and were having a bit of catch-up which was lovely um yeah so it was it was great it was really good it's always good to to be back isn't it and has the school changed in any way, you think, since you were last there, what you noticed, just in the, the bits you saw? Um, I think it has and it hasn't. So a lot of the, the kind of um, the people are obviously at the heart of, you know, the heart of things and what they do, and they do it very well. Um, and as I say, when we, you know, we first got there, the, it was such a lovely, warm atmosphere as, you know, walking around as, and it was almost as if time had stood still, you know, and I was, it was like the day after I'd left, it didn't feel like time had moved at all. Um, but no, there was kind of certain areas where there'd been, you know, a fresh lick of paint and different coloured blinds and sort of, you know, little things like that. But there wasn't sort of anything too major um, when I was sort of, we had a little uh, look around after after prize giving, which was, which was lovely. Um, and yeah, so uh, I think the main thing really was uh, just things like the library obviously isn't upstairs anymore. It's now downstairs and where the library was is being made into a sort of post-16 independence um, kind of area, um, which is great. There's some really positive plans for for doing things up there, which which is, um, you know, sounds really sounds really interesting. Um but I think everywhere else was was pretty much the same, to be honest. As I say, a bit of bit of paint here and there, but mostly I think it was the same. And then in the afternoon, you you stayed for the the sports day. And I know when I've been before, it's been the sports day the same day, but I've ended up having to sort of get off and get back home. So I don't remember sports day since I was there back in the late eighties, something like that. So how was that? <laughs> it was lovely yeah it was quite unexpected really because um I mean we'd sort of blocked the the day out so that we'd got plenty of time and didn't have to rush back or anything um but then got asked if we'd like to stay for sports day and, and we sort of said oh well you know why not since we're here you know um and yeah it was it, again it was it was lovely and actually um quite sort of almost humbling in a way to see because the pupil numbers are, you know, obviously quite dramatically less now than than they once were, um, and you know the the staff to pupil ratio is is you know a lot sort of higher than it than it maybe once was, um, but it was lovely to see kind of everyone getting 
you know, stuck in and there wasn't anyone just kind of standing, not doing anything, you know, both staff and students. Everyone was either helping someone or doing something or writing something or finding a drink, you know, for someone or, and it was, it was lovely to just kind of sit and watch it all happen. Do you know what I mean? As a, as an onlooker rather than being part of it. Do you know what I mean? Um, It's nice not to have to put the energy in, isn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, because it was a hot day, so we weren't feeling that. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, no, it was, it was lovely. Uh, It was mainly kind of different running events uh, when we were there. I think they still do some kind of throwing uh, bits and bobs, but I think they're done sort of in PE and what happened before the actual day itself. Um, But, yeah, there was kind of several races and, and different bits and an obstacle course, and, yeah, it was it was great. It was a really nice day. Yeah, really good. So, as we said at the beginning, we've not spoke to you. Well, I mean, I've spoke to you a few times over the last few years, but we've not had a chance to sort of catch up with you with university life and all what's happened. So, do you want to let people know what you've been up to and where you are today? Yeah, so um, I... I'm now a qualified um, singing teacher, so I, I did my degree. Um, I think some of you might remember I was at university in, in Chichester, um, and I finished my degree there, um, which was I was I was pleased with. Um, and then uh, I actually ended up doing then some work for the university um, and working for their student support um, kind of service um, and doing some sort of orientation and familiar familiarization um training with um several of their new students um who had uh visual impairments among sort of other things um so i ended up working there for for a few months um and then my friend simon and i who uh lived together we made the decision that chichester had been nice but it had kind of had its time um and all good things you know time to time to move on and what have you um so we've actually ended up moving to liverpool so we're back in well what for me is familiar familiar territory um and we moved in at the beginning of june so we've been been here a couple of months now and uh yeah it's lovely (laughs) it's um nice to be back yeah, I mean, I think you moved up just the weekend before the reunion, and we managed to catch up and have a have a couple of coffees and boxes everywhere and half built furniture. <laughs> yeah, it, and... was, it was a bit it was a bit chaotic, but luckily the house now is there's not many boxes left now. There's only a couple. Good. So uh, yeah, <laughs> we're getting we're getting settled in, and so is the cat. He he's quite happy as well. So That's what you nice. want. <laughs> and what's yeah. the future? Oh. Um, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, I'm um, you know singing, teaching. That's my that's my degree. So something along those lines would be good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm kind of open to to ideas and things. Really, um, we're sort of looking, putting feelers out, things for work at the moment, and uh, yeah, kind of enjoying being getting settled and and looking for things, projects. And, and connections with people, you know, for, for future things. So, all good. So, it's all, all falling together nicely, isn't it, for you? So, yeah. Um, yeah, well, thank you, Danielle. It's been a pleasure actually talking and catching up with you again and letting people know what, what you've been doing. And I really appreciate you representing us at the, fun, the sports day and the prize giving. And yeah, no that worries. Was a, you know, it was good to have you do that for us. And yeah, um, good luck with everything you do. And obviously, we'll talk to you more on here because you've got some great things to input, especially when you because you were there at a completely different time than me. So, when we're talking about the yes. school now and then, we know we can always give you a shout and you'll come up with some great yeah. ideas and great <laughs> perspectives on things. <laughs> yeah, no, good. So, thank you very much. No worries. Speak soon. Well, it's good to hear from Danielle um, and nice to know about the prize giving. That's really good. Um, so now we've got some sort of tentative events for the next, for the coming months. So Michael's going to tell you about those. But if you've got any ideas for events you'd like or, you know, approach the committee and they'll always listen. We will. And uh, it's some of the events we've done is really because of your suggestions as well. Like Chester is one of our good ones and that came through one of the members. So, you know, 
throw some ideas towards us and if it's something we can do or or even venues that's the biggest problem trying to find a venue mm. for something you Absolutely. know yourself with vi talk so well a couple of things we've got provisionally planned is we're hoping to do an event in liverpool in november um how it'll work we're not sure yet it's very um, in the pipeline but as obviously a lot of people will remember um, Joel Lampton, who a great friend, great member of staff, a lot of people knew really well. Absolutely, yeah. Joe was lovely. I've got very fond memories of him. Yeah, so what we want to do is, um, in the sensory garden at school, is to plant a rose. We were going to do it at the reunion, but it just wasn't the right time. So we're hoping to do that around November, which will commemorate what would have been his 90th birthday. So that is something we're hoping to do. It'll just be an afternoon event, more than likely, but watch this space. And also, not specifically SVOPA, but we are holding a Connect Northwest Christmas weekend at the Windermere Manor in November stroke December. So Windermere Manor has changed over to Starboard now, but it is still running um, actively, inviting visually impaired guests. So don't be don't be worried about that because the Clifton Hotel where I used to work has gone the same way and they are still doing trips and they're still enthusiastically inviting VIs to still go to the hotel and the staff are all you know trained in visual awareness and everything so Andrew Wilson is still the manager there um I was chatting to him just the other week so they are very enthusiastic to to keep those um sort of lines of communication and that welcoming attitude and that's what we want really so what we're doing it's going to be weekend at the hotel on the Saturday, combination of RNIP and other organisations, we're putting a variety of speakers, um, events to get involved in, but mainly the whole night weekend is just a chance to relax, get to know people, there's entertainment, wine tasting on in the evenings, so there's something great to do every night. And again, just come along, contact the hotel directly. Uh, I'll give you their number now. Their number is, wait for it... <laughs> I should know that, but I don't. I know Clifton's, but not that one. The Windermere number is 01539 445 801. Speak to Valet, who is organising all the uh, the bookings for us. And it's roughly £135 per person for the three nights dinner, bed and breakfast. And uh, we'd love to see some more people there. And I hate to say it, but it's that time of year isn't it and it's a, a word that's banned in my household until december but it might be a nice opportunity to get together with people and just you know that approach up to that word <laughs> yes and that's what we're hoping you know and there'll be people there you will know and people there you don't know so spread the word as well to your organizations and friends well i think it's time to take a break do you joe and let somebody else do the talking now we've got um michael doing an interview so it's not quite a break for him in VI talk terms, it's what we'd call a coffee break. But actually, this this person was in my year at school. Uh, she's a very talented singer and uh, performs around the Northwest. And uh, it's Heidi McGough. Right. Well, it's a great pleasure to introduce Heidi who some people will remember from school. So, Heidi, hi, welcome on. Hello, hi, how are you? I'm really good, and it's been good to speak to you again. I mean, we didn't speak for about 20 years, I think. Should I say that? I know. <laughs> yeah. In fact, Long no. Long time. It was 30 years. <laughs> yeah, probably. Was. So, how... Good counting. What's yeah. a few years between friends. I know. I mean, that's the beauty of these re- these meetups, the fact that, you know, it's just people you think about over time and then they, they, they come to something as well and it's like, wow, and then we're going to go on to one of your, what you're doing now later and then I saw you a week later and it was um, it was great to hear you. So do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, I'm from the Wirral and I've, I've lived in different places I didn't stay on the Wirral, but um, I came back. Um, and now I, I actually live in New Brighton. I've lived in Hoylake for a while. I grew up in Upton, um, but I lived in Staffordshire for quite a long time. And I went away to college. I went away to Hereford, to RNC, after 
to school and then I went on to another college um, in Sandwell in the West Midlands to do like sound engineering and stuff. Um, and when I lived in Staffordshire, I, I had various little office jobs, uh, trading standards, Keele University, things like that. Um, and of course, was doing music. <laughs> Whatever I was doing, I was always doing music. I was always working with a band or going out as a solo because that was always going to be like that. Well, talking about the music, and we're going to come on to what you're doing um, now with your music, and we're going to listen to one of your songs as well. But I can remember, I mean, some of my fondest memories of you um, when you know when you weren't bullying me and doing all the things you used to all do at school. Now you were great. It was. It's fine. No. We were all horrible to each other, weren't we? Of course, we were at times. But there's certain <laughs> things I remember, and you, mainly you and Adele. I think, if I remember rightly, and my memory is not brilliant, but you and Adele used to some fantastic solos. Um, I think the ones what spring to mind with me were "I Know Him So Well." Oh, yeah. I want to do a duet. Yeah, yeah. and you all... I meant duet. See, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm doing the interview, I'm a clue. And, um, and at Christmas, it was always in the bleak midwinter as well, which was one I, yeah. two I always think of every year. So let's have a go back to sort of some school days. Um, we'll start off with your music at school, and then we'll just sort of your general memories or things you remember and and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Well... I always, I always was involved in anything musical at school from sort of quite a young age. Um, I was one that was one of the little ones that was picked to have recorder lessons. Then when I was about eight, I was picked to have singing lessons. Uh, I had piano lessons with Mr. Wilson, and then later on, they needed um, someone for the instrumental group, and I was given the choice. I think it was between oboe and bassoon. And just to be contrary, I picked the bassoon because I thought, oh, it's a boy's instrument, so I'm going to pick that. <laughs> Don't ask me why. I think, although I enjoyed playing the bassoon, I did regret it because it's such a beast of an instrument. It was so heavy and it had so many bits to it. So whenever we did anything, like in a music festival or anything, people would be like, come on, Heidi, come on, Heidi, hurry up. And I had more pieces to put away than anybody else, and they all had to go in the right place. And then when the whole thing was in its case, it was so damn heavy to carry it was uh yeah but i i, I love the sound of it I, i'm not i'm not sorry i picked it but it was an inconvenient instrument shall we say yeah sometimes being then, pedantic um you know has its backfire doesn't well it? <laughs> it is yeah but then i actually did stuff out of school with that because um mr wilson lent it to me and i was able to take it home at weekends and i was in um d-side junior wind band as well which was um a whirl based um saturday morning um group of well it was it was based in a local school and it was all sort of like teenagers um and we used to do concerts in the summer and we used to go on like um like away days and weekends um i remember going to the menai center to to to, um work there you know doing some music there um, so that was out of school, but I couldn't have done that if Mr. Wilson hadn't um, lent me the bassoon. Um, so that that was that was quite a big thing. And then, of course, there was this singing. Um, I was always in the school choir. Um, mainly, we used to do stuff in the carol services, and I was always getting picked for solos and whatever. But that happened later on, you know, because. Um, when um, we used to do any any plays and anything at school, I always used to get put in this sort of choral group and I used to have to do the narrating because I was always very good at reading stuff out loud. And I don't think it was until later on that um, it, people realised I could actually sing well enough to do solos as well. And then I was asked to do as many as Adele. Because <laughs> Adele was always asked, wasn't she? I mean, she was the one who did in the bleak midwinter at the cathedral uh, when she was a little girl. Um, and after that happened, I was like, I was, like, I was a little bit jealous. Of course, I was. You know, we were kids, weren't we? And um, but when it after that happened, I remember that we in the girl guides we learned it like really properly. Um, and we went to another girl guide like competition thing around Christmas, and all the guides, all our group, we all sang it in harmonies, and we blew everyone away because we were the only sort of visually impaired group of guides there. And I think they just couldn't believe how, how, how good you were. We just sort of threw it together 
but we, we were all so musical, you know, it was such a, a good musical ear that it, it, it wasn't difficult to do. Um, so, yes, I was, I was always involved in, in something musical at school. What about your, your other memories from school, non-musical? <laughs> oh, my God. Or favourite things what spring to mind? Well, I mean, there's all kinds of things that I can remember. Um, I I used to like, after after prep, hanging out in the youth club, I, that was just a good way to to relax, drink too much pop, eat too many crisps, you know. Um, and I, I remember really loving going outside um, in the summertime, like before we'd have to go into into class in the morning. I'd be getting ready really, really fast just to try and get 15 minutes out in the sunshine before we had to go in, into class. You know, I, I used to love that. It used to make me feel alive. It was a good good start to the day. And that was the um, beauty, wasn't it? Because we had the wonderful grounds. You could have a walk around the yeah, track or just, yeah. if you wanted to go on the swings or do anything like that, we just had that safe environment. We could we could just relax and have a chat with your friends and just, like I said, well, that was feel it. alive it was in the safe, morning. wasn't it? Yeah. So, and, and, you know, when at break time, I always couldn't wait to get outside at break time and at dinner time. And even even when it was not nice, you know, when it was cold, sometimes, it, like, after school at four o'clock, there'd only be me and one or two other people outside because I just wanted to be outside. We spent so much time inside that I felt like sometimes I used to feel claustrophobic and I wanted to, I just needed to get outside. Um, but... Yeah, so that 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 was that was that, and then I've got like memories of pranks and things, you know, like um. Just that all quickly, because everyone has different things about school, and there's always things which could have been different and could have been better or could have been worse. But do you think you you did all right out of school and sort of <laughs> that independence and the skills you took with you? I think that I did all right out of school, but I don't think that the independence that I have came from necessarily from school the living skills part of it did I mean you know you learned how to iron a shirt which was very important you learned how to use a microwave and a washing machine and you learned how to cook and chop onions which was the bane of my life and I tried never to do it again but that wasn't going to happen had to have to chop onions but it just it's not great <laughs> I with, with my scar all down my face and frozen onions my eyes out. buy them frozen yeah, pre-cut simple oh yeah frozen onions they don't taste the same yet. but yeah so you know you've got your living skills but i i always felt that the social skills were always lacking you know we, we were very um insular in that environment and there was very very few occasions when we we got chance to to go out anywhere that wasn't a school trip mm. i remember once um we went to marks and spencer's on a coach in the evening because they had a special christmas opening evening for people with disabilities so we, we, we went to that. And I think most people didn't buy anything. It was too expensive, but they just wanted to get out. So they went to, went to that, you know. Yeah. Um, but we never got to socialise with other kids our own age. But um, I made a point of doing that at home. I had friends at home in my local youth group and my local church. Um, and I knew some of my brother's friends. And my mum had pushed me to be very independent and, um, you know, so when I was at home, I had to be independent. I had to go out and get the bus and whatever um, and do stuff. And, and, you know, and I went out to the pub with my brother and stuff, even though I wasn't old enough. Um, and, and a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people did. I think some people's parents possibly mollycoddled them and they didn't get to do those kinds of things. But I did. And I think it, it, it set me up well. So yeah. that, in, in, in conjunction with, with learning how to iron a shirt and whatever, and chop onions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I can't say I could chop an onion without cutting myself now, but, you know, you try, don't you? You do, you get over it, yeah. I think I'm <laughs> the same. I mean, yeah, I think some people who had that natural social skills they did well at, I think uh, I struggled with that. I still find certain things hard. Um, but you know, you just I think we do all what find you can, yeah. Don't like, we? But I can still iron a shirt as we were taught. Uh, I still do it the same way as um, Mrs. Doyle. Mrs. Doyle taught us, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mrs. Doyle. <laughs> yeah a little bit of egg, a little bit of water. <laughs> so, well, what we're going to do is just take a, a quick break because um, we're going to move on to your singing in a moment. 
But one of the things you sent through to us was a a little bit of a feature on radio on Radio Merseyside, was it? No, it was BBC Radio Five Live. Oh yes, she's posher than she's posher than Radio Merseyside. It's Radio. Oh, Five. I've done Radio Merseyside <laughs> quite a few times. So, what I will do, we'll we'll, we'll play that because it's it's got a quite a little bit of an insight in, hasn't it? Uh, a couple of the things we might talk about in a minute. So, we'll just. I think it, I think it's quite topical. I think people will appreciate it because it's not just about me. It's about attitudes, really. So yeah. So we'll do that. So we're back in a second. Hope you enjoy. One particular venue, I had them all singing and dancing and by the end of the night the landlord came over and said the only thing is, he said, when you walked in, he said, I did think to myself, what the, has the agent sent us? Ever since I was a little, you know, like this high and a little tot, I was going to be a singer. I was always told at school we have to be better than sighted people at what we do. That's what I've always striven to be. Anytime I go into a new venue where people don't know me, I know in my head I've got to prove myself. It doesn't stop me and it will never stop me. I'm very much listening to what the audience are doing. Sometimes if they're not very vocal, then I have to get some feedback off my roadie. If they don't cheer, then I don't know whether they're enjoying it or not. really strive to pass on some of that confidence. And I've had some people who have not been the best singers in the world, but I've been able to increase their confidence, which actually has made them sing better. I found that my kids come in and they find, take me as they find me. This is your singing teacher and, you know, they're like, oh right, okay. And then, of course, they see the dog and that's it, they're hooked there. The best thing about teaching is, is when you see them nailing a song, they might have struggled with it and then they get to the end and you're like, nailed it! Like, yes! You see these amazing athletes on the on the Paralympics. People go, oh yeah, you know, look at that, isn't that amazing? And then after it's finished, a couple of months down the line, they've forgotten. We've got to continue challenging attitudes because otherwise people forget and people's attitudes will slide backwards and we don't want that. Right, well, I hope you enjoyed that and you got something out of that and I think there's some, like I said, some interesting little points you put on there as well so that links us through to really your main career now mm-hmm. um so what are you doing now okay so um <clears throat> i um I'm, I'm, a, I'm a solo singer and i also go out as an acoustic act with a guitarist up until recently i was in a band there was three of us but the bassist has now left for personal reasons um, so it's just me and the guitarist now, but I also go out on my own with, with um, backing tracks. Um, I work for myself and I work to an agency as well, and I get sent to anywhere really within the northwest um, or into Wales, into North Wales. And this is something that I have done for quite some time, although um, I, I couldn't do it for a little while because I didn't have a roadie. My roadie's funded by Access to Work. They call it a driver support worker. So couldn't do it without him. Um, and I also teach singing as well. Um, just one night a week. I've got six students at the moment. So I teach individual lessons. Some of them just come and sing for fun and some of them actually do exams. So this coming term, I've got one girl doing grade three ABRSM, which is like the classical syllabus. And then I've got another girl, an older girl, who's doing um rock school grade six so that's the rock rock and pop syllabus um so she she just did her grade five and she got 85 out of 100 so i was very proud of her and <laughs> um, so this is a place called taffle music in in birkenhead and i know some people will have heard of taffle music because it's been around since probably the early 80s i think and they've been really really supportive you know of of my, my sight problem and I must just explain, anybody who does know me from school, my sight's actually deteriorated quite a lot since school. So um, there are things that I find a lot more challenging now than what I did at school. For example, I do now work a guide dog where I wouldn't have even considered that when I left school. I wouldn't have thought that 
that I'd have needed one. Um, but I won't go back now. I'm on my fourth guide dog. Yeah, I'm um, Yeah. Um, although one of them didn't work out and had to go back to, well, she went to another person because she wasn't a good match for me. She's a naughty girl. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so yes, that's what I do now. Um, I'm also quite heavily into fitness, which has surprised me at this like, stage in, <laughs> in, in proceedings. Um, I did my first triathlon, which for anyone who doesn't know is an event where you, you, you swim, then you cycle and then you run. Um, and obviously, um, I had to be partnered up, and we had to do a, um, a tandem ride on the bike. There were 10 of us. There were 360 competitors and just 10 of us that were visually impaired. So I did that last September. That was my very first one. Um, and um, I, I regularly go to the gym and, and go to spin classes. And um, I've recently found someone who might be able to come out running with me as well. So that would be really good. So really, yeah, really into my uh, my fitness, and it, it's as important to me as nearly as important to me as as my music. I think nearly because um, although I love my fitness and very dedicated to it, it doesn't pay the rent. Whereas my music will pay the rent as well. So that's the bonus. <laughs> yeah. So. so. How can people, and we're going to go and play one of your songs in a minute, but how can people find out more about you? Um, maybe oh, access yes. where you're playing. I mean, it was brilliant because when we first got in touch through the New Brighton meetup, so you never know who you'll meet at a New Brighton, um, at a meetup, <laughs> but you were playing sort of in Chatterton the week after, and it was great because we came out and joined, joined you. Um, and it was a bit of a weird night because it was a bit later than normal and it was quiet for the first half and I know you were, what's going to happen? And it went brilliant in the second half and everyone... Oh, I know, it got really busy, yeah. Yeah. It was excellent. <laughs> yeah, uh, so if people want to um, find out a little bit more about what I'm doing, um, I've got a Facebook page. Um, it's just a business Facebook page. So, um, But you can actually message me on there if you want to, you know, private message, that, that's fine. Um, my Facebook page is called Heidi Purple Room Wirral. But if you forget that, if you do a little search in the search box for Heidi Singer Wirral, you'll find me. My SoundCloud, which has got all my music on, is the same if you just search for Heidi Singer Wirral. And my YouTube, I've got about 20 videos up of me performing on YouTube. Um, unfortunately, I haven't got a personalised link yet because apparently with YouTube, what you have to do is you have to get about something stupid like a hundred subscribers and a thousand uh, hours of viewing. Or something. It's, it's something phenomenal anyway. Before you're allowed to have a personalised URL, so if you just go on YouTube and search for Heidi Singer Wirral. So then get listening find so that she can have yeah. that personal URL. So there, yeah, and, and subscribe. Sharing. Yeah, <laughs> you've got to subscribe as well. Yes. So any any anyone where you want to find me, SoundCloud, YouTube, or Facebook, if you just put in the search box Heidi Singer Wirral, you'll find me. That's probably the easiest way to remember it. Right. Well, um, what we're going to do is we're going to finish with one of your songs, and which is on the on SoundCloud. Is it on? Have you got any of your own material on your YouTube channel as well? Uh, not at the moment, no, because um, I, I want to... The thing about YouTube is you've got to have a, an image as well, and it seems silly for me to try to, to make up images when I've already got it on SoundCloud. So mm -hmm. unless I've got a live performance of me yeah. doing it, there's no point in going on YouTube and I've not got any live performances of me that anyone's videoed of me at the moment doing my own stuff but obviously that's something that I'm going to address um, So which song are we going to end with? Okay so this is a song, let me tell you about this this is, uh, it's a bit cheeky this because um, it's a song called Conversations and Cappuccinos and I wrote this about a, a guy that I actually met at a Level 42 concert in Preston few years ago uh, and he was married and his wife was pregnant but yeah he just kept pestering me and he, he I mean I was very attracted to him but I was like you know you're married you're having a baby and all this 
Um, and the song is, a, is about that, basically, the fact that it's about that situation where you can meet up with a person as a friend and, you know, they might want you as more than that and you might want them as more than that, but you know that you're not going to do it because they're married or whatever. So it's called Conversations and Cappuccinos. Right, so thank you very much. It's been lovely speaking to you. And, um, you know, keep in touch as well. If there's anything, you know, when you're playing, feel free if you're doing something local, you know, put it on the Facebook SVOPA page as well. And uh, yeah. we are looking forward to catching up with you. I know people have asked about you as well. And so I think if, they, if they do make the reunion, they'll be glad to see you again. Oh, yeah, it'd be lovely. I'm really looking forward to it. Conversations and cappuccinos Every once in a I touch your hand and feel a rush to my head I want it all too much too soon This was supposed to be a friendship But right from the start you wanted much more I'm only here because you great speaking to Heidi I mean you, like I said you remember her from school and I do apologize because this interview has been um, done a, a while back so some of the mentions of the reunion um, obviously that has already happened but yeah I mean because Heidi did a lot of singing at school when we were there as well didn't she 
She did. Yeah, she did. There were very good singers in our class, actually. Um, I kind of liked to fade into the background and play the oboe instead, <laughs> so I wasn't recognised quite so much. But uh, yeah, she was a great singer. She was. And again, we want to hear from some of the singers at school because we've had some great people on Jim, Pat, um, Marcia and Julie. We've had you know quite a few. But we want to hear okay. some more and get you on here and find out a bit more about what, what you're doing and what you've done since you left school. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to be a singer or a performer, but, you know, whatever you've gone on to do, your career or, you know, it's always good, I think, for other blind and partially sighted people to get that encouragement from hearing what other people have done and have achieved, because sometimes it gives you that thought that actually, well, maybe I could do it, you know, and uh, it's always good to hear what new and old members of the school are up to. It is. So I think we've pretty much wrapped it up now, have we? I think we have. Anything else you want to say? No, just really good to be back, actually. And uh, I'm amazed that this podcast has gone so smoothly because we're really rusty. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do apologise if it's a little bit more not, not our usual standard. But, you know, again, we're out of practice, so um, we will get better as we start putting more out. So we want to hear from you. So do contact us at info at svopa.co.uk that's it we're on twitter and facebook just search svopa you can give me a call on 07930 and i look forward to hearing you and you know let's have your emails your messages and let's um try and get this podcast building up building up again absolutely yep and it'll be good to be back so it'll be nice to be with you all and i'll speak to you all again soon Speak to you all soon. Bye-bye.